What will happen to our bodies once we die? Many of us decide to be buried. Others may choose cremation, but a generous few will make another choice to donate their bodies to medical science. My first exposure to cadavers and donor bodies really influenced me going down the path I went down, which is going down the path of surgery and procedural-based medicine. Dr. Sorcha O'Mara is a surgical trainee. Like all medical and dental students at UCD, UCC, the University of Galway, Trinity and or CSI, Sorcha first worked with donor bodies as part of her anatomy training. When you read it in a book, it's 2D, but when you have something in front of you, it really allows you to understand the relations of things and how things work and how muscle groups work. The textbooks seem really theoretical, uh, such as like different spaces in the body, like the retroperitoneum. I didn't, I couldn't really couldn't grasp it until I saw it in real life. It was extremely clear to us that when we were in the anatomy lab, that um, the utmost respect had to be given, as this is something someone who had done something extremely selfless by giving their body so that we could learn. Cadavers haven't always been afforded the same degree of respect, though, particularly in the 17 and 1800s. Anatomists were procuring bodies from grave robbers, and that grave robbing sometimes went on where it wasn't so much grave robbing as it was uh, murder, as in the case of Burke and Hare in Edinburgh. David Boucher Hayes is a consultant urologist who taught anatomy in RCSI. And of course, that was two centuries ago. So the rules and regulations are extremely strict in terms of who is allowed to donate, what they have to be told beforehand, what their family is told. It is actually a legislative act. And woe betide anyone who would go beyond the boundaries of that act. Following on from the Anatomy Act of 1832, donors must be over 18 and fit of mind to give consent. As well as being cautious, the colleges are gracious to their donors, holding annual commemoration services, offering books of remembrance, and Trinity even give families use of a relative's room for reflection or significant occasions. It is realised and recognised that they have given a big sacrifice to advance medical science and to help young doctors to uh, become much more knowledgeable about the things that they do so that hopefully in the future that they are then able to take the knowledge that they have learned in the anatomy laboratory and apply that so that possibly they may be able to cure or lessen diseases that these people may have suffered from. That's the essence of real true altruism and a real true sacrifice. And I'm forever impressed with people who do this type of thing. My decision started when my late wife uh, was diagnosed with cancer. She had always spent her life helping other people. And she felt that when she died, that her body could continue to help other people. Michael Nugent is the chair of Atheism Ireland. He lost his wife Anne Holiday in 2011 at the age of 57. We would have discussed it before she died but never got round to doing anything about it. So it's something philosophically we, we had already decided we were going to do. It was kind of speeded up by the, the, the cancer diagnosis. And I think with a lot of people it probably is something that you don't really think about until you're faced with it. But once you are faced with it, I, I think it's, it's the obvious thing to do. Many religious people will leave their body to science for religious reasons, but certainly from an atheistic perspective, it's the, the, the obviously ethical thing to do. Because from our perspective, after you die, your body doesn't go anywhere. So it makes sense to, for it to benefit other people. 
donated bodies aren't released from use for three years, and because they need to be delivered to the chosen college within 48 hours of death, families can't expect to receive the comfort often given by a funeral or a wake. Knowing that Anne's body was being put to good use for for the students and future patients, that gave a lot of comfort. And that has gone on now for and continues to go on because the people that learned from Anne's body are still in medical practice, you know, and, and, and will be for decades to come. And and it also from a selfish perspective, as I say, it, it, it helped Anne and I before she died, because knowing that that was going to happen, you know, was was something that that gave us some benefit that was going to come out of Anne dying. Once the three years is up, the bodies are given back to the families. But in the case of the Dublin medical schools, donors are also given the option of burial at a designated plot in Glasnevin Cemetery. The option that Anne took is she wanted the medical schools to bury her body along with the bodies of other people who had given their bodies as well. Anatomical donations are increasing. Between 1980 and 1990, only 101 bodies were donated countrywide, whereas nowadays UCC alone gets as many as 200 sign-ups each year. The world is becoming more secular. It's logical that as part of that, people would not be as worried about supernatural elements of death and and are more likely to, well, how can we make the, the most of this terrible experience and provide some benefit for other people? I suspect that that's a contributory factor and I'm delighted if the figures are going up. So is Sorsha O'Mara, who says the learnings for students go beyond the obvious. I find it really interesting, but I definitely did find it like a, quite emotional as well, which is, is understandable. But that's also a really good way of getting to learn what it's going to be like in real life. Because, you know, it's always someone's mum, sister, brother, you know, relative that you are operating on. So it's, it's important to kind of learn to recognise those feelings early on and to be able to also put them aside. So I, I was able to learn how to do that quite early on through my exposure, I suppose, to cadavers and donor bodies. But as far as technical training goes... David believes that technology may soon alter the role of the cadaver. I think in the future we're going to see more of a cross-sectional type of thing whereby some areas may be done on the cadaver and more areas would be done on a more computer-based type of experience because you can do so much more with that. You can move it around, you can look at it from other dimensions, you can peel layers away. But what you can't do, of course, is actually feel and touch which really is uh, an extraordinary experience to do that for the very first time, to actually feel human tissue and to dissect human tissue. And it gives many of us who went on into surgery our first impression of what it is like to actually be in the operating theatre. But I would suspect that there is probably a difficulty with supply. Uh, I do know that if there are training courses, for example, that use cadaveric models, those are extremely expensive and very resource heavy because the supply is is less and less all the time. But specifically for those which are outside of the undergraduate type of training, they are very, very necessary and helpful for young doctors in training uh, to work on emergency scenarios, uh, to work on scenarios that they just wouldn't be able to practice on or wouldn't get the same real-life type of feel that they would get uh, with, a, with a computerized model. Medical schools across the country are still looking for anatomical donations, something Sorsha believes is a noble thing to consider. It's actually quite an easy process to do. You know, you can make contact with 
like a university and their anatomy department and they, they'll like kind of liaise with you and obviously I think what's really important that people realise is that they can change their mind at any stage you know and it's obviously completely everyone's choice what they decide should be done with their, their body after they die but I think it's it's such a selfless thing to do and really inspiring. People should be really commended for it. Like it's a very special thing to do.